Hey there, Mike Dunn, Editor-in-Chief of Tabletop, and I've got something very special to tell you about. It's a new crowdfunding campaign from GooeyCube. It's called The Tomb of Geisengax. It's a tribute to Gary Gygax and many of the legends that created the wonderful game that we all love to play. The link is right down here. Go hit it up, back it, you can't go wrong. Xbox, Xbox, Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what we're doing today. Very long discussion. There's going to be a lot of trolling. I was not prepared for that. (laughs) Oh, yes. Another week we are here. What a week it has been, that's for sure. I feel like uh, since the new year began, we had the first week of talking about games. But pretty much since then, like it's been news, news, news. So I feel like that's actually rare where you start the year and it's just news. Punched in the mouth. It's been (laughs) very odd. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've actually finished a show notes yet <laughs> because yeah. there's just been that much stuff. <laughs> I know there's, there's stuff that dropped today as of recording and I'm like, ah, and I actually forgot to ask you guys if you wanted to talk about it, but I'm not even sure we're going to be able to talk about it. So, uh, Stick it in next week. <laughs> yeah. So let's, uh, while the iron's hot, uh, let's, Let's talk about uh, this game because once we talk Xbox, I'm not sure we're going to be able to talk about anything else. So uh, yeah, we'll never go back. <laughs> yeah, take uh, over. This is, so this is interesting because Noah, um, I don't get the sense that you like this game. You gave all of us some gameplay that you uploaded on YouTube, and you titled it "If You Need Help." It's already gone. Asleep. <laughs> 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 But the steam rating is very positive. So I already told David some, uh, yeah, teased a little bit. He's like, no, I'm out. Uh, so what is actually going on with this game? What's the discrepancy between you versus everybody else? Yeah, it was weird. I, once I got through playing and kind of gathered my thoughts, um, I went to steam just to kind of see what everyone else's thoughts and, you know, feelings were. And, a lot of very positive reviews, which was only like 60, 70, I think. But well, I think it made me I think question. It's a lot more now. Oh, a lot more now? Oh, wow. I'll the look it up while you talk about it, but yeah. Yeah, and so it was weird. I, I had to really question if I played the same game. Because uh, <laughs> to me, it was, it's been one of the most boring gameplay experiences. Um, oh, never mind. There are just from uh, 77 reviews. Okay, so it's a little bit more. Um, but yeah, very positive. But yeah, I I just did not get the same feeling playing this game as apparently everybody else. Um, it's just very boring. Um, you basically are playing as a blacksmith who sets off to learn and master the arts of smithing on this okay. far off island kind of thing. And it's a, I call it a genuine, authentic crafting game because that's. <laughs> All you're going to be doing like it's about as straight and narrow down the crafting genre as you can imagine like how everything now is like survival crafting or there's some gimmick sure. to the crafting you're, you're literally the only review on ps5 <laughs> on metacritic <laughs> nice. i mean there are only seven total reviews in general yeah. but <laughs> maybe it's just the I mean, ps5 open... version that's bad <laughs> yeah apparently well, um, it's no, uh, I, on PC. It's sitting at a sixty-three on Metacritic, so it's not necessarily a lot higher. Yeah, and I mean that's the thing. I think this is definitely a game for some people out there, 
Um, just not me. <laughs> um, yeah. Because it's very repetitive. Um, it's the gathering, the materials, the crafting. There's characters you meet that kind of move the plot along for you. You don't really do anything. Like what you're seeing on screen now is that's essentially like the side quest of this game is picking up requests from a request board and then crafting them, returning back and getting some currency, maybe some supplies. Uh, it's the same in every town. Even as you get into like the higher, I guess, rare um, currencies, everything's the same. <laughs> the crafting loop, the stories, the a lot of the personalities really overlap between towns. And so it's just a repetitive experience. If you play an hour of it and you're like, hey, I kind of like this, you're good. <laughs> but if you play an hour of it and you're like, I can't stand this. It's too boring. It's too slow. You're not going to don't even continue. <laughs> you're, it's not going to get any better. It's not going to change your mind. You're not going to get halfway into this game and it's going to suddenly the pieces fall into place and you're like, oh, this all clicks. Um, no, it's uh, not like I'm looking, that. Uh, I'm looking at this game. Like, I mean, what's the actual gameplay here? Like, are you just like walking around and hitting buttons and menus? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's your that's the gameplay. That's how you craft. Okay. Um, each crafting there's like three stations that you use, um, and each one has a different function. They all come with their own mini game that's attached to it um, that serves no purpose. Um, Literally no purpose. It was kind of pointless. Is it um, is it purposeless because there's no challenge to it? Purposeless in the fact of the only it doesn't give you a benefit to actually participate. It feels like a chore. Um, oh, so like you you do the thing and it's like okay yeah I actually did the thing. Yeah, and the like you just you build stuff um, for people. That's essentially what you're doing. Yeah, basically. Um, like you're not getting to the, use the thing. You're just literally building the thing. Yeah, there's no. If you want a very laid back experience, there's no enemies you have to take out. There's no actions at all. There's um, an overworld that you'll travel between town to town with. Um, there's random puzzles. There's maybe two or three, maybe four puzzles hidden throughout. Um, but yeah, it's just not a very intriguing game to me. How I love the visuals. Materials? You can pick up, um, as you're going throughout the, there's like dungeons and mines. There are, I guess, kind of like how in Minecraft, you can mine the iron ore. There are little, you know, things of ore hidden throughout, but most of your materials you're going to find in like chests and given to you by citizens. It's not a very action heavy game. So if sure. that's kind of what, if, if you enjoy those like low stress kind of experiences, then yeah, this could be a good, you know, title for you. But if you want any kind of engagement or action, <laughs> um, stay away from it. It's pretty, pretty slow. So like in terms of this versus Animal Crossing, which is super low stakes, and not you, you, you technically don't do a whole lot. You walk around, you pick fruit, you pick up fruit, mm -hmm. you look for stuff, you go in the water. Maybe fishing is a, fishing is a little more engaging, but 
Um, like in technically, like in anything you do, you're either like watching the character do the thing that they're doing, right? In, case, in this case, it would be smithing, like you're just watching them hammer away, yeah. or you're just kind of pressing a button, grabbing a thing, and going to get the reward or whatever the case may be. So, like, in what's the difference here? Because it sounds like the exact same thing, but yet this is far less satisfying, even though you can actually engage with the smithing part. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge Animal Crossing player. I haven't played a ton of them. Um, I sold a ton of copies <laughs> during uh, yeah. COVID when it first dropped. Uh, but yeah, it's. I think you said the the keyword satisfaction with doing all of these tasks um, with Animal Crossing. I know you get to do a lot of like. Um, objectives and creating designing you know your island and stuff like that um, which kind of makes it worth it you know to do go out and explore and gather stuff this has no satisfaction uh in any of the the gameplay elements um it's kind of like fetch in the sense of you just get paid like that's all that happens is you get paid for what you do all of the characters that you interact with um there's some side quests that are pretty bland like hey this person stole this can you make me another one or i really want this will you make this it's i i'm not i'm trying not to sound too like harsh on it but it's just boring interactions for me um like there's no backstory to like yeah yeah, they stole it but like it wasn't like a bear came and like tore down my house and stole all my tools and i need to rebuild my house hey could you hook me up it, it almost feels like crafting simulator like mm. or a blacksmith simulator where all you're being told or being requested to do is craft stuff um but it, you don't get to no, like build up your store or you know like advance I mean, you anything. can like you can upgrade your um base with some stuff but you don't get to actually use any of the stuff you craft really like mm. you can craft all of these like damascus steel swords and all this um cool looking little like trinkets and machines and stuff that you can't use you're just crafting stuff for villagers um citizens and for characters that move the plot forward Hmm. so yeah it's like i said play 30 minutes if you like it you'll love the rest of it if you played it and you're like i'm board just pass it <laughs> like it's so do you like crafting stuff generally i guess what drew you to this game the premise i actually really like the premise i didn't look at any of like the gameplay um i just it was like the reveal trailer where they talked about it but it was this concept of this person wanting to surpass his own skill being a blacksmith and so he embarks out on a pirate ship biased i like pirates um, and so just seeing that and then him searching out for this supposed village of master artisans to learn from them. I like that premise of, you know, wanting to better themselves as a character. Um, but then once you get to the island, there's, you learn some things. The lore is horrible. Makes no sense. It's very <laughs> underwhelming for me. Um, so... Wow. I'm tr- I'm trying not to go into any spoilers and stuff like that, but uh, yeah, this one just wasn't for me. 
You don't want to spoil so, it for the seventy eighth person that will play this game. Yeah, seventy eighth. Uh, yeah, it just wasn't for me. I didn't like the narrative, the gameplay loop. I didn't think it was very fleshed out as it could have been and as it should have been. Uh, so that's why I gave it a, a pretty low score. Um, What'd so, you give it? 45. 45. All right. Yeah. So there's, there's some good things. I, I like the visuals and the um, soundtrack. But everything else is pretty bad. Okay. While the iron's hot. Well, now it's that, cold. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's called while, while the iron's hot. So, uh, I wonder if it, how well it, well it would have done if it was called like Blacksmith Simulator. Yeah, that would have been more appropriate. Simulator. I don't know. <laughs> 2D Smithing Simulator. All right, well... That's unfortunate. Hope the developers learned a lesson or something, you know, be able to improve on. I don't know, but a lot of people like it on Steam. There's a lot of thumbs up. Actually, I was just reading some of the reviews as you were talking, and some of them still thumbed it up, even though they didn't like it. They were kind of like, they just felt good about the developers doing something it looked like. So I don't know. I think there's a lot of supportive Steam review there. stuff is weird. Whenever I do a review, people always do that clown emoji on mine. So can't really trust what they're doing down there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. You always get that one review where it's just like the one word fire or, you know, like yeah. some other tangently thing about the game. And it's like thumbs up. It's like, all right. Sometimes those are funny, though. All right. Well, <sighs> speaking of while the iron's hot um the frick is going on with xbox <laughs> good lord um, they don't even know no uh well maybe they do but i don't know okay so <laughs> recap in case if you've in fact if you've been living under a rock you probably know what's going on you have to have been underground to not know what's going on at this point um rumors suggest that more games are coming to PlayStation and Nintendo. So all of this started with Sea of Thieves and Hi-Fi Rush potentially heading to PlayStation. But over the course of this week, as of recording, we're now hearing, potentially rumored, that Starfield, Indiana Jones, and Gears of War are potentially They're at least being considered. Like, we know that for sure. Yeah, Yeah, potentially. Um, now again, none of these rumors have been confirmed, but we're certainly, certainly choking on a whole lot of smoke because Phil Spencer put out a statement saying that they're going to talk about this stuff next week, but specifically and notably, he did not deny anything. Yeah. So there's obviously something here, but David We'll start with you. Is is the sky falling? Well, I think we're missing the most obvious thing is Phil Spencer. His initials are PS. What else does that stand for? Oh, he was a sleeper agent. Oh, man. This whole, <laughs> whole time. This whole time. The whole time. <laughs> that makes sense now. Twitter handle. Uh, trying to throw no. us off the whole time. The, the thing in all of this is 
I, I don't know that necessarily the sky's falling for anybody that except for these hardcore Xbox podcast Twitter users because you know you got to do what you can. David, I'm right here. Would you please? We both have green backgrounds. Okay, yeah. slow it, slow it yeah. down. And really, what it boils down to is just look at the sales numbers for the console itself. They're not yeah, good. They won't, they won't tell you it. <laughs> yeah. Well. But we know enough when you have the percentages that come out. Like they had their biggest game launch, Starfield. And then the biggest, we've had one of the most incredible years of gaming you could possibly ask for. And how did their holiday go? With Xbox hardware moving up 3%. That doesn't do anything for you that's progress but, david don't be disrespectful it's, it's barely it's very i guarantee you on their on their profit and loss it it did not do <laughs> you good know, enough. yeah of course <laughs> so well how I mean, in they the were, world do you move forward how do you move forward if you can't sell a console you sell on everybody else's <laughs> like that's the easiest way to move forward. Obviously, I don't think they're going to come out next week and say something along the lines of every single Xbox game is coming to every other platform. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, are there a lot of them that I think we're going to be surprised about? Sure. But all the people who are just saying, oh, it's just going to end up being Sea of Thieves and Hi-Fi Rush. You don't put the words business update <laughs> in a tweet. <laughs> If there is, if you're just coming out on stage, so we are, we are bringing Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves to consoles. See ya. That's it. That was all of the, that was this <laughs> entire business update was just to let you know. No, that's a blog post. I'm going to play devil's advocate for a moment though. Because um, the idea that uh, if they can't sell consoles, then yeah, what's the point? Might as well put everything on everything else, including PlayStation. Is there an argument, though, that they haven't had enough time to let their new games that they've been working on, the 2024 games, potentially 2025 games, enough time to cook for more consoles to sell? Because we know the exclusives are coming. So is it... Well, that's arguable now. Well, okay. Let, let's, <laughs> let's, just say this, let's just say this hasn't happened, though. Like, let's just, let's just say none of these rumors have happened, and they're spinning this, uh, this idea because... Uh, the consoles aren't selling. Like on the back end, we don't know any anything about this. Could it be that? Yeah, they had Starfield, but that's really well, been the think, only big release so I far. Think that so was, have they I had think anything else straw. enough to sell the console? I think it was the straw that broke the camel's back, but right? It, like that was probably the big litmus test. It's the same point. The way you look at this is, it was Starfield, which is in my mind bigger than every game that is coming out from xbox this year not to mention again biggest year in hard biggest year in, in in gaming that we've had in a while so it's you had the third party support you you had all of this and that and, and over when everybody was running out to buy video game systems because of how many great games were coming out you could only manage three percent better than an absolute garbage year last year where you had absolutely nothing come out because that's the thing is you're comparing this to last year, which was awful. 
Yeah. So when you're only gaining 3% off of the worst year, when you have your biggest exclusive, like it came out the month before it, like, like a month before you started these, these findings. So the way you look at it is if, if we can't do it with this, and that's part of where Phil Spencer was at with, we're not Starfield will not make anybody sell their PS five. He, yeah, and he on said that, that before of, it even came yeah, out. Exactly. That was like so back like, in August. This is kind of that. This is kind of that thing of what he said is kind of happening, and I'm pretty sure Microsoft is looking and saying, "Well, we sell Windows everywhere. We sell all this other stuff as services for everything. We're a service-based company. We've always been a service-based company. Why don't we become more of a service-based company? Because so far." The a lot of the bets they've made just haven't paid off subscriptions as much as everybody loves a good subscription and Game Pass is one of the best deals in gaming. It's also not really going to make them a lot of money because eventually if you can't sell a console for it, it's going to stagnate. It's just going to stop. And then at that point, you're just piling. We don't know behind closed doors how much these projects, these games are costing to whether or not this is actually like you can report record revenue all you want. It's not profit. <laughs> we don't know how much all the having all of Bethesda on payroll and Activision on payroll is hurt is truly costing game pass at this point. So why not make, why not have it where PlayStation gamers and switch gamers are paying the premium. <laughs> they're paying, they're paying the foot in the bill for the $70 game and, your Xbox customers are getting the game pass. So th there's just, yeah. there's a lot to, there's really a lot to think about with all this. Cause they say business update. We don't know if things might change with game pass. They completely ignore everything that's gone on and just do <laughs> talk about something completely random. It's um, going to be a new season. No, season like, of DLC. <laughs> a new battle. Pass. They, already, no, they like, already let go of most of those people that are happening. <laughs> That would do that, yeah. Um, yeah, here's the thing. I guess I'm just going to put the rest of our viewers and, you know, host asleep. It it doesn't matter. It's a smart decision financially. And who cares if Starfield comes to PlayStation four years after its release? Like, it's <laughs> it's giving an opportunity for new players to experience these games. I, I, I just, I don't see comments like I saw comments that Starfield, that, oh, that's not going to sell on PlayStation. Who are you? It will I, sell a lot on PlayStation a year later. It will be hard for me to argue against giving, presenting an opportunity for more gamers to enjoy games. More Noah, people will get. No, Xbox is losing Tim Dog with this decision. <laughs> 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 It'll be fine. It, it's not that big of a deal. I I don't understand. No, hold the line. <laughs> yeah. I, I just I don't understand it. I'm apparently which was one of the most uh, funny things I've ever all the, heard. All the, hold the all line. Stuff, I didn't see all that. the weird that? Xbox cult stuff. Is just it, it's so fascinating. Okay, so, so that that was actually last year. It was uh, some podcaster like literally hold the line was the mantra of of wow. it's, like to keep stay with xbox it's gonna get better kind of thing and then all the showcases happen and they're like yeah hold the line like aaron greenberg even put it in his bio 
Like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, this is, this, you are not the Dallas Cowboys or like that. That's what's happening in a lot of these circles. There's a yeah. weird sports team affinity. Like I, I love PlayStation. I make jokes about Xbox all the time, but in the end it's, I play games where <laughs> I play games. Like I reviewed Starfield on my xbox like i i did not play it on pc i i love pentiment played reviewed that one on xbox like <clears throat> you just go where you can play the video games if if you know hellblade 2 when it comes out i will be playing that on xbox love x i love playing my xbox but like i i don't get the sports team affinity like it's it's one thing with sports teams because i'm, I'm not saying people go overboard on sports too but like there's like you know, they're actually going to like win like a championship for the city. Your box is not winning a championship <laughs> for you. Your plastic box you play play video games on is not winning anything for you. It's well, the way just... people talk about failure in this, like I've seen, oh, if they if they get out consoles, they failed. Xbox failed. They're switching their strategy. They failed. They failed. They failed. I'm like, the only way any business fails is if they go out of business. That's the only way yep. a business fails. So I don't see the failure here. Maybe they need no. to shift strategy because the specific strategy may have failed, but you could still buy Game Pass at $17 a month. Yep. Um, I just announced my subscription. We don't know what this business update's going to be. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and they've made all the money they're going to make off of these games by the time they put them on the other consoles. Yep. Yeah, if anything, yeah. something like yeah. Hi-Fi Rush gets second life. Like, No, it would. Because yeah. it, yeah. it didn't make a lot of money in the first place. Yeah, so you put it on there, and you got the people who buy Game Pass to play X games, and then you have people on PlayStation or Nintendo who just buy the game and yeah, Xbox is going to like that. Microsoft is going to like, you yeah. want to pay 70. It's a smart, ahead. you can yeah, do that. game pass. We got it there. You just pay $70 for this month, play the game, enjoy the game. But no, if you want to pay 70, go for it, please. Yep. Thank you. Game like sea of thieves. Like there's just more people to play with. Like, again, this is yeah. a lot of win, win, win scenarios here that like the only people that lose are the people who are just, you know, completely tied to a plastic box. Uh, and, and I get the the upsetness of well, what if our platform goes away? That I do understand. Yes, but like I I that don't. Up. That's not happening right now. Obviously, I, I, well, I don't think it's it obvious for some people because even like Jez Corden, Windows Central, yeah, he wrote an opinion. I didn't agree with it, but he thinks that this if if they go and put their exclusives on PlayStation or anywhere else besides Xbox, then Xbox will go into a death spiral because why would developers create for a console that nobody's buying? Why would... And it's like, well, because they could still put it on Game Pass like at the end of the day. And, and let's just say they stop supporting consoles. They're not going to kill the current generation, right? Yep. They're still going to support the current generation. They just may not create another console for the next generation which if they decided to do that i'm fine because they were they already out, like, they were already looking at not doing a console soon enough anyway well, and i think that's what's gonna happen yeah i mean i the whole it's not next gen like people are thinking it's gonna be though it's gonna be a little bit out it's gonna be adorably all digital but Which yeah, you, um, <laughs> but go ahead, Anthony. You you were in the middle of something, and we kind of interrupted you there. But yeah, no, that was fine. Uh, 
but um, I just think the death spiral narrative is not true because Microsoft themselves are not focused on selling consoles. This is something that like I was, I was posting, I posted something like this on threads and it like broke everybody's brain. It, I was said, they're not, their main goal is not to sell consoles. That's not their goal. Their goal is to get people on game pass, get more subscribers. Consoles is a means to an end to do that, but that's not their main goal. And people are still thinking with the console hat on like, but Anthony, they need to sell consoles. They don't not care. Really. They haven't cared for years. I know. Th- at least three They've years. Said. As soon as they <laughs> lost the Xbox One battle, they literally that was they understood well, this is it I, because that so was I, an important battle because it was the battle for digital library. And I, I know I, Jack I, is going. I, I think. First. I think part of it though is yeah, their messaging about all of the console stuff and the subscription stuff. It's been weird. It's been kind of mixed. Um, and yep. I think, I mean, really the, the big thing that stood out to me with Xbox since, you know, like the Phil Spencer stuff and all that stuff took over. I mean, you know, no one liked the Xbox one, you know, obviously the guy doing who's like, Oh, if you don't have internet to stick with 360 or whatever, I mean, <laughs> idiot, but Dude, good whatever. old Don Matrick. Yeah. It's, it's- I mean, <laughs> What's funny is there were people actually posting that saying it's pretty weird that this is technically that could be the second worst thing to happen to Xbox. <laughs> yeah, well, and so like you know he's an idiot, but at least he was honest, right? And that, that was what they really yeah. thought, and that he, his mistake was saying what they really thought. <laughs> um, well, that's the thing that may have been what he thought because well, and you the, remember how that went said down? That's why they, <laughs> yeah, I, somebody I said, remember. Oh yeah, go ahead. Is bad. Yeah. No. Somebody. Somebody said. Somebody said that they. That's why they didn't immediately get out in front of this, and they're talking next week because that's to keep something like that from happening. Right. So they have time well, to get their words together. Well, that that's the thing, right? That's the difference. Is like that guy was too honest with where they were going with Xbox, and with the Phil Spencer and however how all these Xbox people talk, it's kind of the opposite. They kind of talk like pod people where they don't really say a lot of substance and Xbox has been slowly getting less and less transparent with like everything they do where like they're hiding sales numbers for consoles. They're like, Oh, we're actually talking about game pass subs. Oh wait, that's not working out. So we're going to hide game pass subs. And like in, in the meantime, you got Phil saying stuff like, Oh, we're all about the gamers. we got the most powerful hardware and Oh yeah, we're getting a lot where, you know, we're having developers look at doing a lot of exclusives. It's going to be really great. And at the same time, in other, in other interviews, he'll be saying, yeah, our future isn't hardware-based or, yeah. you know, <laughs> like exclusives are counterintuitive. Uh, we wish they, we they tried the hard, They tried the most powerful hard, hardware and then gave up when they found out that right, didn't work. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, it's like, so I understand, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily understand like the weird cult stuff that is, goes on with Xbox, but it's, I understand that people have gosh. expectations that, there was going to be exclusive games for this hardware that was going to make the hardware worth buying because that's just that's just how consoles have worked for the past 20 30 right. years yep and so i understand people's frustration because the messaging has been so weird i mean what it really dawned on me like whenever phil talks i mean it kind of annoys me whenever they talk to the weird corporate speak where they're saying things but then saying the opposite and not really saying anything at all i mean it reminds me of like when i'm at work when i'm talking to like other lawyers 
where I hate talking to other wires and because <laughs> they're always talking around each other. <laughs> right. It's like you're not having a real conversation. So like if I had to pick between idiot honest metric guy versus pod people Spencer, I mean, you know, it's kind of like I don't know. I I don't know why they wouldn't have just been honest about their intentions from the get-go. And I guess maybe there's like disagreements even at Xbox of where Xbox was gonna go. But at the same time, they've been building towards this for years. I mean, I think the whole idea behind Game Pass was to have, you know, their toe in games, but not have to rely on the hardware. And because, you know, obviously the hardware game was sunk at a certain point. And they're like, well, how can we slowly transition out of that and maybe have something that goes past the hardware? And so I think that's why Game Pass exists. But I, th- you know. I think it comes down to things aren't working out as well as they'd hoped. So they have the hardware. They expected the hardware to do better, and it it, it was doing better at first because um, it is a nice piece of hardware. Both the PS5 and the Xbox are really good pieces of hardware. Um, and so they were expecting that to be good. Game Pass took off for a little bit. They were expecting that to continue. It did not. So now... They're constantly having to shift because things are not working out the way they want. I imagine Satya Satya Nadella is kind of like, hey, like, I like what you guys are doing, but I need a little bit more. Well, he's looking at his spreadsheets and he's like, what the heck? (laughs) But the the, the spreadsheet doesn't even really tell the whole story because there's still... Well, the the actual spreadsheets, like... Well, the actual numbers, not the numbers that they like break about in public, like the actual numbers, like we're spending $100 billion on Halo Infinite and we're getting this much from a Game Pass subscription. And how is, how do these numbers work out? I don't think they've ever been transparent about that. Yeah. Well, the, we've all known they've taken a loss on Game Pass like that. That's not a secret. Um, Microsoft. Yeah. Well, they, they, they want that. it to be a secret, but yes, that's, if you can logic Wait, it out, that just makes sense. It always makes I hear these people is like, why are you telling me that a three trillion dollar company can't just can't just weather this out? And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, are you listening to your? No company wants to just lose money. Well, like they've been weathering it out for like six, seven years. <laughs> get it back. That's this is a business. <laughs> like that. Yeah, and the and the business is making business decisions that is contrary to what every other console has done before it, which yep. has build exclusives. Those exclusives will, you know, sell your console. That has yep. not been the case, and so yep. now we're at a point where it's like exclusives will bring more yep. subscribers to Game Pass, and it's kind of like sort of Starfield did, but. It didn't really like grow it. It didn't it's move not, the needle. It's not getting worse, yeah. Yeah. but it didn't really like boost it. So Microsoft is looking at Xbox like, all right, this whole exclusive thing, like, cool. I know that's the way the console world has worked. Great, but it's not working. So it's it's a it's a phenomenon actually. Like this is yeah. one of the rare well, it's cases. Not, it's not easy to get into the console, like into the console business. Like Xbox, no, but they successfully the, the did. Fact, it's just they effed yeah. up. Uh, so, yeah, well, they got lucky with having Halo. Like that was what really drove them in. Like Halo and the the whole entire idea of online gaming, like that. That really well, on console, yes. Yeah, yeah. On, con- yeah. on console. Yeah. Well, they had the yeah. idea of charging you money yeah. for online gaming. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's uh, yeah, it's it's just something. It really is. 
because they, they just never were able to break further than 360. 360 was truly the peak. 360 was a big deal. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they 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 totally screwed themselves on the Xbox One. So and even um, even 360, it really lost a lot of momentum by the end of its cycle. Well, that's when they because they they went into weird stuff where it's like we're gonna push Connect now. <laughs> like, like that was that that whole last era of the Avatar. Oh, the Wii sold a lot of consoles. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was it was very strange. That's um, what you get when you chase trends. <laughs> I mean, PlayStation did it too with the PS Move. So. Yeah, it, it wasn't well, and just... obviously PS3 sales went up, so that must have worked out. <laughs> <laughs> admit, admit, I'll admit that I do think PlayStation did probably work on something quite a bit cheaper than what the Kinect probably oh, yeah, ended the up Kinect, costing. Yeah. Well, yeah, and they tried to include it with the Xbox One, which... And, and that's even as someone who recognizes more. how the Kinect honestly was a great piece of hardware. Like, it just... Yeah, it was. It was nice. Yeah. But this is one of the rare cases where every single business on the planet has should have something exclusive. It should have something no one else does. That's the reason why you buy from said company. Yep. Xbox is in a situation where it's like exclusives aren't working. <laughs> like this, yep. this is truly a unique situation for them. And it's messy. When you're in a unique situation, when you're almost trying to reinvent the wheel it's going to be a little messy. They want yep. games to be played everywhere, obviously with the intention to get money. Duh. But um, they are kind of trying to do what a lot of people have said that they wish is true. Why can't I just play my games wherever I want? And then Xbox is like, all right, we'll try it. We'll, we'll do that. It's a very messy thing when you have the culture of consoles I buy a console, I get exclusives for this console, I play on this console, this is, that's it. If I want to play games on a different console, then I have to buy that console. So, all these Xbox people, I bought this console so I could play these exclusives on the console, and it turns out I don't even need that freaking console because I could play the games on a different console. It's breaking people's brains. It, it's, it is weird. It is fundamentally well, it, it's, weird. It's weird, especially because PC is day and date. So it's not like this is a brand new thing. It's just that brother got it and now the guy I don't like is getting it. Like that's that's kind of what is happening yeah. here. Like because PC and we I actually was listening in on a conversation about it today is PC kind of cannibalized Xbox in the yeah, sense I mean, of there like hasn't been a real making Xbox the, exclusive. They're still making the time. money and they're still making the money, but like again if your idea was let's convince people to buy our box, but you can play a better version of it on your PC and you can even get game pass on your PC. It, it's kind of the catch 22 of, well, if I just get PC game pass, I don't have to pay for Xbox live, but that's for people who care so about it, the console, right? Yeah. Like, but, it, but they've done doesn't. just such a bad job again of, of we want our console to sell. We want to do all the things for our console to sell, but we don't really want to make it the best. Well, that's why I it to be disagree. The best I don't think they they've been in this like we really want to sell our console. Yeah. Like what PlayStation does is they have exclusives for their console to sell yep. their console. That is their model. For Nintendo also, they sell yep. their console. 
Microsoft's yeah. like, we're not trying to sell the console. We're trying to get people into Game Pass. You can play on console, great. Yeah. You could also play mm -hmm. on PC. You could play on your Samsung TV. Go ahead and do that. We don't care. It's everybody else who was like, but how will Microsoft and Xbox survive if they yeah. don't sell their consoles? They have a subscription service. This is very unlike the Dreamcast. This is nothing like the yeah. Dreamcast. The Dreamcast no, no, no. was the Dreamcast. You had the games, well, and that was it. And, that and the thing work, is, is, then it didn't work. The thing is, is Microsoft is set up to be the arguably the biggest third-party publisher there is. Like yep. it just that just so happens to have a console essentially. Yep. It's, <laughs> it's just a, point. Like, to the side. So, do you think that yeah. they need Xbox? I I think they will keep it. Like actually, so much. No, well. I mean, like, well, some of the rumors you're talking about how they don't need they don't need hardware. They don't they just need subscription service. So why do they need Xbox specifically? Right. Well, it, it essentially it would be to not throw question. away it to it would be to not throw away your current customers. That's essentially why you would want to because they have the digital library. Right. The, the current customers. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, that's, that's really the reason. Well, OK, so before you even get to the current customers, though, like to answer your question, Jack, it's because a lot of people still want a console. So you build a console for them, for those people who well, want not, the console. Well, not enough people, though, to make money, well, right? Well, and the rumor is, is that they've even thought about having... There's rumors they've even thought about having... They've thought about contracting out, like, that other manufacturers could make Xboxes. Like, right. I've, I've read rumors about, like, other companies hmm. picking up and making their own X, kind of like how people build their own PCs, essentially. Right, and they make, wouldn't need you to make, do that. Uh, essentially, if, you eventually yeah. you invent an Xbox OS that works on across certain devices. Essentially, you're trying to Android and Windows it. You're trying to do the exact same thing where you're essentially licensing these companies the ability to make Xboxes. So, right, like, and so, again, this is again know, all rumor, they, they but would, it would they fit wouldn't this need to do model. something like that if the the actual hardware as it existed. Yeah they needed it right that sounds like a way to like license and, and make money on the that side would be, that to would try be to, like, a way to make that. money and not have yeah. to stick and not have to put it's the same idea as franchising with mcdonald's right you're essentially right. hey you're buying my name i get money and you get the right to use my name that they're trying to they're and make our look, food yeah <laughs> looking yeah exactly so they're looking for ways to to do that and uh, you know it's not necessarily a bad idea because then you have stuff produced for people for your, for your ecosystem to kind of stay alive i mean we'll see it's kind of it's just it's kind of insane to be sitting here like a couple months after they made a 75 billion dollar acquisition like of of 68? activision blizzard <laughs> yeah, yeah like and and we're and we're talking about all these possible ways they transition into third party kind of style status but here's the thing the 68.7 billion dollar acquisition of activision blizzard and king between activision and blizzard those games are already on different platforms yep. in fact call of duty the biggest game xbox owns now is already on different platforms yep. minecraft been already on different platforms. So this idea Fallout 76 on different platforms. <laughs> the heavy hitters. So it is, I, I have heard the hammer, drop. <laughs> the hammer drops. 
the so the idea that xbox cannot succeed whatsoever unless everything passes through exclusively on their console is already ridiculous because minecraft's been having success still having success call yep. of duty it ain't gonna slow down because no. it's now xboxes no it's still gonna be call of duty as long as call of duty is still doing what it does at, at, at the level it's supposed to be doing but that's on activision yeah because you know xbox doesn't really step in on anything so that's on activision so ultimately the idea of putting starfield on playstation hi-fi rush maybe even gears of war um that's not really that crazy what I do think would be a Don Matrick level of stupidity, though, would be to put all exclusives on everything. You got to have something that you yep. can only get on Xbox. If we look on, at what on the game, Xbox or Game Pass, you're being weird with that question. You understand what I mean <laughs> well, by that? Well, no, I don't. Well, no, I don't, because I feel like. It's if very Game possible that the there platform. won't be another Xbox, and I think Game Pass is going to be the real platform when for that. When you say Xbox, do you mean the console? Like, the actual, yes, like, yes. box? Yes, that's what he means. Right. The, yeah. the Xbox is a box. That's why it's called Xbox. Okay. So if there's no box, Wait, why does it need to be that's Xbox anymore? It's, it's actually a rectangle now, okay, with curvature <laughs> at the top. Um, is, is, that, is that how it works? I didn't know that. Yeah. No, the, so, again, the you have people who have bought the box, um... And so you, you don't want to throw those people away. It doesn't matter how many people have bought it at this point. Enough people have bought it to justify continuing its existence, at least for I this generation. I don't know. Generation. A lot of people have been selling it. Oh, so many people. Oh, my God. Droves. <laughs> no, sorry, I had GameStop to. <laughs> lines are out the door with people wanting to trade in their consoles. Um, so Do you think anyone wants my broken Xbox? Maybe. Maybe they'll <laughs> fix it themselves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> re-engineer it for emulation um but yeah so you you got to have something that's exclusive and yes xbox as a whole the brand not just game pass but also the box as well because you can play game pass on the box anyway but uh to put everything on there yeah that that would be a death spiral you got to have something exclusive but the, if we look at the games that have been rumored so far Hi-Fi Rush, Starfield, Indiana Jones. Um, what was the other one? I know Gears of War. I feel like there was one more I'm missing. Starfield. I thought I said Starfield. Okay, Starfield. I don't remember if you said Starfield or not. Um, a sea of Thieves was, uh, it, of Thieves. It, it was one of there the two, yeah. Thank you. Uh, and Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, live service game, makes sense on multiple platforms. Multiple PlayStation, Nintendo, wherever they could put it. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Probably, if it wasn't exclusive to Xbox, would be everywhere. Uh, Starfield, Bethesda, before Bethesda was bought out by Xbox, definitely would have been everywhere. <clears throat> the only weird one is Gears. That one. Yep. But uh, I guess that one has gone a little live servicey. So you want as many people as I possible. Mean, or if to... they do like a uh, like a trilogy, like a remastered trilogy. That's true. And did it for both consoles. I mean, I think which that there be... is rumors of a remastered trilogy for that, which most people don't realize, but I think it was Gears. It was either two or three actually had a PS3 version. I think it that was Epic, Epic had made. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I don't remember which one, but yes, there I just know PS3 that, that, that it was sure. tested. So, that yes. yeah. So we know it, it, it existed in some form or fashion. I think you could play it on a like a dev kit version of yeah. PlayStation 3. Either way, 
those games that have been rumored kind of make sense on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. If we heard something like Forza and Halo, then we're like, oh, shoot. Like, <laughs> what are yep. they doing? Now, like, fu- those... funny enough, I think uh, Horizon would sell like hotcakes on PlayStation. Oh, not, oh, not not motorsport. I don't think motorsport no, I, would matter. Eh, I, motor, I, motorsport could sell not, a lot of, a lot of them not Europeans only because of racing. Gran Turismo. Only because of Gran Turismo. I think because people well, sure. the, people yeah. forget how important that game is on, yeah, yeah. to PlayStation. You're right. So, you're right. But that, that, and Horizon? that's the only reason. I I think motorsport would be. I think motorsport would do great if not for Turismo. Uh, but sure. yeah, Her, Horizon. Horizon. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a totally different <laughs> type of game, man. That would sell like crazy yeah mm-hmm. so um, the rumors that we're hearing about these games kind of make sense on other platforms so yeah. again i don't think microsoft would go yeah we're gonna put halo on playstation yep that you're gonna see it there parallel thumbsticks you get yeah. to play with that yep um so do you, you want to do like a we'll bet see. so we can like touch well, I mean, base next it's... week to see if they're gonna do halo <laughs> No, like, and the, right here, the crazy recorded. thing, like, <laughs> why I can't wrap my head around it is, it's not like this is like a oh six month exclusive or a year. It's like multiple years. It's like, but well, we don't I, know I just, that. We don't. Yeah, we don't know specifically I mean, yet because the rumor is is that uh, Starfield is coming in after the DLC, which the rumor is the rumors that I've at least read is that there's a chance that it would drop late 2024 on PlayStation. So you'd have about a year exclusivity. Uh, the rumor with Indiana Jones though was, could be three months exclusivity, which maybe that's something they're looking at as timed exclusivity, which to me makes a lot of sense. If you have an Xbox, you get earlier access and you get game pass. Otherwise you can wait, you can pay 70 bucks for it. Like that makes a ton of sense to me, uh, as, yeah, as a model, they, you know, or you can just buy it outright on Xbox if you, yep. you know, uh, if you have to. I think if it's something probably servicey, it's probably going to be both. Um, and you I, probably, I actually, you know, get something exclusive, you know, if you subscribe to Game Pass, you know, there's, yeah. there's benefit there. I saw there was a, somebody who posted something in a Discord, and this guy straight up, this was before Indiana Jones. Um, and I don't remember everything that was in there. But the guy actually successfully predicted quite a few things. And one of the things he said that has yet to be confirmed because we're still looking at things. Is this guy actually said that the plan is that Bethesda and Activision will go fully multi-platform. As that's what the plan is, that essentially every project right now, Bethesda is reworking into multi-platform, uh, including a new id uh, game and uh, ID, however you go with them uh, and uh elder scrolls obviously is going to be multiplied which th- to me again I, I always thought makes sense unless unless you are just embracing console exclusivity for your model then uh elder scrolls made no sense not to have uh mm-hmm. to have that exclusive because it's just that just makes so much money um but to noah's point <clears throat> even if xbox did six month exclusivity nine month one year whatever PlayStation's doing that right now. Nobody's nobody's yep. flipping their top. They do that with PC. Yep. You could go, I could just go get a PC. Since everything on PlayStation, you know, it's just coming to yep, PC. Eventually. I just get a PC. Sure. <laughs> Unless it's Why not? Bloodborne. At the end of the day, I, I just don't think console sales or games, at least specific to consoles by themselves, are enough 
for these companies yep. to justify it, it's a piece it. of the it's such a big piece of the pie because you've got so many gen z whatever you want to talk about it or embracing pc as a platform so go where they are yeah i don't i don't know if it's a generational thing or you know just the pc marketplace is just growing well, i think it, a lot of the hardware streaming is did so homogenized now like i mean there really yeah. isn't that huge of a difference between a good pc and a ps5 and an xbox right now and like it's, we talked about yeah, earlier uh before the show really before we PC. started the show it's, it's a lot easier to what well, what i, what I mean is like the PS5 and Xbox, it's it's comparable to a oh, good PC, yeah. right? You know, it's not like yeah, it's not a, like it we're back when people were doing PC. Nintendo 64 or PlayStation One, where those were extremely different pieces of hardware that you can yeah. only do and those like, kinds of and, games for. You know, to David's point, it's it's a lot easier to get into the PC, you know, realm now. And, and beyond yeah, that, with Steam and the stuff, stream, you know? the streaming aspect, like people want to stream and stuff like that. That's probably pulled a lot of people towards PC, so. That is true also. Um, so, yeah, I just I don't think Xbox is going to put all their exclusives mm. on PlayStation. I just I don't think that makes any sense. Mm. Just in the same way, like PlayStation is not going to put all their exclusives on PC. Um, no, they still have quite a few that have yet to hit PC. Um, yeah, and they like, probably uh, like never Ghost will. Tsushima and... Well, I think, yeah. the, well, what do you, do you mean by like, all exclusives from the back catalog or like all exclusives going forward? Well, I th- honestly, I could see going forward a lot of them will, will make yeah. their way, but some right, of them are because, like, we haven't seen Demon Souls yet, uh, and that came out yeah. back in 2020. Well, we and so, I mean, that. ultimately, like, this Xbox stuff, I, I think Anthony, you made a good point is that console sales for n- basically anyone except for Nintendo, it's not really good enough anymore. Games are so expensive that they have to like be putting them on multiple platforms, and we're kind of seeing a weird shift in the industry that I guess in some ways Microsoft's kind of getting ahead of the game here yep. with is that I mean obviously they're motivated by the fact their hardware is not doing good at all but also sure, just yeah. the fact that <laughs> um, that helps that you, you just you got to make more money in more ways and yep. so like you know you can't put all your eggs in just a game pass basket I think it makes sense to put your games on platforms where people are still buying games regularly too because otherwise you're missing out a lot of money on that and I think well, Sony for- is Go ahead. I was just going to say, for, to your point, for PlayStation and Nintendo, uh, the the whole the platform itself is their business. Yeah, you you can't really argue that for Microsoft. Like the the platform just at the, at this point is not their business. Like it's just it has completely gone away from that. So PlayStation and Nintendo, they'll run that model as much as they want because that's the model that's going to work for them. And their brands are a lot more established to that. Yeah. Well, I think long-term, I think if we're kind of slowly shifting where I don't know how realistic that's going to be in like 10, 20 years. Right. I think we're kind of seeing a weird homogenization of all everyone's hardware, everyone's availability for games. I don't think it'll ever be like, everything's always on one thing. Cause there's always going to be some kind of competitors. We're not going to, I'm not that pessimistic that we're going to have in some kind of like post-apocalyptic future where there's only one company <laughs> doing everything. But um, <laughs> but I, I think we're going to see a lot of intermixing, especially in the next decade or so, where it's going to be kind of weird. I, I'm not totally unconvinced that Nintendo will put their stuff in other people's hardware and to some extent. Uh, just because Nintendo's already kind of branching out in their own way. We're saying, you know, we're, we're a theme park company now. We're a movie company now. Mm-hmm. 
and so I, I kind of wonder if the hardware that they do, obviously it's a big part of their business. It'll be for the future to come, but I feel even they will eventually be like, well, we can make more money doing this too. I, you know, yeah. I think things are going to get weird yeah. in the next decade. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, if Nintendo has another GameCube or Wii U, that might put them yeah. in a position where it's like, oh shoot, like what, what are we going to do? Yeah. They, yeah, they got billions in their coffers, but so does PlayStation and Microsoft yep. Xbox has Microsoft money. Right. So in terms of I mean, the, the Nintendo's a publicly traded company too, like maybe they're, you know, investors aren't as like intense with Nintendo as they are with Sony or Microsoft, but they, they're still going to want a return on that investment. So uh, if, if, whatever nintendo does for their next console it has to be something that is basically game boy color like they can't go and do something great like you go from game boy all right well we'll make one in color that's yes and you can play your games in color now there you go and sells that's probably the direction because it's safe and they know they can make money on the thing yeah, if we're talking about Nintendo hardware, I, I am I'm pretty worried it's going to be super safe. <laughs> yep. I don't need like another like weird iteration of something else. I don't need to go from GameCube to Wii, Switch to. You don't think it's super a little Nintendo boring? Switch. No, I like the Switch. The Switch is my favorite console yeah, this generation. Safe is it's good. Such I'm, a I'm fine with fantastic. Safe. Well, yeah. We'll see how everyone feels like ten years from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If it is a more powerful version of what they have, I am fine with that. Again, yep. well, again, I grew up where, as far as Nintendo is concerned, uh, the next console was just a better iteration of the previous one, right? So you went from Nintendo to Super Nintendo, 8-bit to 16-bit, Game Boy to Game Boy Color. So that's how it was for Nintendo for a very long time. I'm fine with that. <laughs> you know, like it, it, it for, At least for Nintendo, it works for me. Um, I'm not over here trying to get, you know, weird motion stuff or whatever VR now, you know, for 3d. You well, we were 3D just talking about how great whatever. PlayStation move was. Y'all said that I said <laughs> proving that y'all can take that. I did not like it. Um, but yeah, the, the, the console space is, is the video games in general are changing. Uh, obviously live services are everywhere. We're seeing a bunch of news stories, even today, you know, Subnautica two was potentially going to be gas for a second. You know, it's just like, what is, what is going on? All this kind of crazy stuff. So, uh, on the next five years is going to be extraordinarily fascinating, let alone next week. Yep. <laughs> on, on next week. Obviously, as we said, business update. Like that's a that's a pretty big word. You know wording. what that is? That is your manager saying, "Hey, we need to talk." That 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 means <laughs> that means to like we were talking about that, and there was a lot of people. Oh, okay, everything's gonna be. They're changing their minds. Blah blah. It's different. I'm like, no. Oh, the whole changing your mind narrative. We're, we're, oh, that the oh, that 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 cracks me up. Oh, I hated it's that. Like. We hear you. We're listening. Have you ever read, heard PR speak before? Because that's exactly how you well, start yeah. any sort of thing. It, but the but, idea of like it's a negative that they're changing their mind. Who gives a flip? But the, Google but, does it all the time. Apple yeah. does it. <laughs> Business does update it. is there are changes. There are big changes. Like again, you don't just come out yeah. and we we're shipping two of these smaller games that we've had 
to to another console. <laughs> That's not uh, the end of this. Uh, the reason I brought that up is uh, Game Pass. I like it. How, I wonder how it changes. <laughs> Are there price updates coming? Are there things that maybe mm. aren't arriving on Game Pass? Are there things that no. may not arrive on Game Pass anymore? No, because, why would you take stuff off of Game Pass? That doesn't make sense. Because it's costing you a lot of money to put some of these things on Game Pass. Yeah, in the I sense think the, of, the days may, of they, they may look at it and say, you know, what, it's going to be too expensive for us to put every day one game. They, reg- I guarantee you, they regret day one. Oh, they they totally oh, yeah. regret saying that. <laughs> yeah, they they very much. So at some point, do you rip that bandaid off? But here's um, the thing: if you're going to which it kills uh, the service. Just being honest, that kills the service. People don't want won't want it anymore. If you mm. get rid of day one games, I, I, I think you, I think you can still have a service. I think it actually makes more sense as a I service. didn't say you couldn't have a service. I just meant that it's definitely not the same value. Right? No, it's I not think, the same value I think at all. Enough people who subscribe to it who feel like they don't get a lot of value from the day one part. Right. I think as a back catalog thing, it makes complete sense that we we make yeah. money. It's where you like kill all your upfront sales where it doesn't really make sense anymore to me. Yeah. But I, I'm also, uh, we've heard uh, from some different people that Call of Duty not going to be included in day one Game Pass. Like that was something that was brought up. Yeah, that, it, that, it that is not, going not. To be, which again, makes sense, but it might be something that they're trying to get out in front of, uh, which at that mm-hmm. point I'm assuming they're saying, I wouldn't be surprised if they said Activision is acting as its own independent subsidiary of microsoft therefore is not a xbox game studio therefore is not no, a day not one that. proposition you can't anymore. control them they have already, already showed <laughs> the image where they have like all the companies all over yeah know, they're all family yeah. <laughs> well are we sure it was them that put up that image or is that like all the xbox fans no, didn't you see up, that like, like clo- weird clo- embarrassing <laughs> trailer they made where they like it was like really melodramatic and had all that epic music and stuff. Oh, it yeah. was so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> you were embarrassed for them. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, yeah. The uh, but yeah, I, I get the feeling they're gonna find a way to be like, nope, Call of Duty, even Activision as a whole, isn't gonna be on Game Pass day one. They might, might be there I, eventually, but it might. They, I get the feeling they're just gonna back catalog. I think other games are still going to be day one or guys because... overwatch 2 is going to be on game pass yeah oh, <laughs> is it not already i thought it was it's it's <laughs> free, it was <laughs> it's free. Um, <laughs> but that's the point of releasing your exclusives on other platforms so that it can yep. make more money while it's on game pass so i don't know maybe 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 they start with yes the games will still be on game pass and you know, it's going to PlayStation or Nintendo also and see how that goes. And if it goes well, yep. then they keep doing that. If it doesn't go well, then it's going to be, you know, it'll show up three months later. Yeah. There was somebody that Six talked about mega. Later. Somebody was talking about mega Nine game pass, like later. some sort of like even higher tier, like the they're going to find a way to retier things to if you want day one, you have to get this one. If you want it, eventually you get this one. Well, that'd be interesting. Like, hmm. yeah. I, hmm. I, I haven't again that was just somebody speculating yeah, not anything yeah. anybody heard but that's, I mean, that's definitely possible 
Yeah, that's that, an that interesting be, idea. But but just the how how do they handle this? Uh, especially because you assume Game Pass is going to be a part of this business update because it, it's a it's, big part yeah. of the business. It, it is the platform almost now. Well, that so. that's what was so interesting about uh, Jess Corden's opinion about all of this was that it left out Game Pass entirely. So I was like, yeah. wait. The Game Pass is their business right now. I, so. I think people, I think people are really underestimating that. Like everybody's focused on these exclusives and where they ended up. It's like, fam, they could change Game Pass. Like they could be looking for how they adjust Game Pass in this too. Like it, it's but, not just one or the other. And I don't blame them for doing. No, it. I, I, I don't. Because subscriptions expect- are a terrible model at this point. Like it's been proven uh, of how bad so, everybody and their mom that have done a subscription are sitting there crap. This doesn't make money. We're having to add increase. Amazon Prime is charging me three bucks a month extra just to not have ads. Yeah. I mean, the only successful person out there you can really point to at this point is Netflix, and they've raised prices out the wazoo. Yeah. Like Disney just lost what 1.3 million subscribers Oof. after their <laughs> price hike. Like it was bad. That yeah, there's every- a lot of content that's not day one on there anymore. Like it's not financially feasible to have these subscriptions the way there are. And Microsoft thought they were jumping on the next big thing, just like all these other people did. And it didn't make the financial sense. They thought it did. I feel, I still think the idea of the service can work. Um, But again, they're figuring it out and they're figuring it out in the games industry, which is way more expensive to make something for than the movie industry was there. Oh yeah. TV which they're figuring out how to make it work. So, you know, Microsoft is in a, is in a tough spot, but there's, there's something to it. I mean, if they hike the price, honestly, I'm willing to pay $25 for game pass. Like, if I use it the way I actually wanted to use oh, yeah. it and I not like I'm in this podcast realm where I like jump off of games really quick, I get so much value out of it. So yep. much value. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, it is $2 more than my Netflix subscription. Game Pass. Like, yep. that's crazy. Yeah, there probably is going to be a price hike later at some point. Um, it has to be reasonable, but also... You know, it has to be, it has to be communicated in a way where it's like, yo, like, hey, games are expensive. You know, like there, there is a reason why all this stuff costs the way it does. And for the average consumer, yeah, that's, that's going to be hard to communicate, but, um, they have a lot to figure out. And from top to bottom, this whole thing they have to figure out. Um, so one of the things they have to figure out is, uh, this whole the word that everybody's liking to use right now, parasocial relationship with uh, creators and whatnot. Uh, yeah. that, that was that really it's too late for up, you to be man. throwing big words. I think it was it's somebody so who, I think, <laughs> I think somebody, I think this is somebody who worked on, uh, worked on, or is a developer for, what is it? Uh, Baldur's Gate three. They said this whole thing, they're talking about the, the whole, blow up with creators this whole thing should be a gdc talk on the dangers of prolonged utilization of incentivized engagement and how it can adversely affect a community that has near generationally been enveloped into it like yeah it's, it's just the the 
the way people feel like their buddy like has I've literally seen the word betrayed used and I was like dude this is a business <laughs> you paid $500 for a console and pay 18 bucks a uh, 17 bucks a month for a subscription like just because who I forget I was hearing somebody it's like just because you played a round of Halo with Phil Spencer does not mean that he is your friend that is like going to change everything about Xbox because of what you think like but on that same token a lot of these Xbox executives have fostered these relationships with these creators and eventually it, it it's going to bite you because as as much as they're going to fight hard for you on all these things, if you you get to this business spot and suddenly you have to make some changes, it, it, that's the reason like people hate. There are a lot of toxic PlayStation people out there as well, mm -hmm. but you don't see them getting all mad at Shuhei Yoshida. <laughs> And how he betrayed them. No, I mean, you haven't had he, any rumors talking about that you're going yeah. to get out the console business. Yeah, but at the same point, it's just that thing of like, they haven't fostered these relationships, though. No. Where again, it, it's, I can't believe this. Way. Like, like, I, again, Tim Dog, he said there was plenty of things he said that I thought he actually carried himself a lot better than I thought <laughs> in some of these spaces, but like, when he's talking, I wish I would get an email from like my friend. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, <laughs> like the whole Tim Dog stuff is my boy. <laughs> like, where you at? Where's the, this? Where's this the these leading? are business. These are business meetings. Like, ain't just gonna. You don't go just walking out of a business meeting and like start talking about stuff. You're the most valuable company in the world is like altering. Like. Well, I mean, and so he's not betraying you because of like you because of your plastic box that you bought. Like, you're not the only person who spent five hundred dollars on an Xbox. Yeah, you say, Jack? I mean, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but like to some extent, I think console war stuff is kind of fun. It's kind of funny, right? Like, oh, it's hilarious to watch sometimes. It's it's annoying like, though. <laughs> well, and like, because like I, you know, I, a million years ago, I was on GameFacts.com and they had like a next generation like forum where everyone would just be calling each other like sony ponies and ten drones like xbox they still do they Game still do the forum console wars that's the I, name I, of yeah. the, my favorite yeah. one and i apologize if i uh i offend anybody but there was somebody who said they're we tards that's what they yeah yeah no it's that stuff's <laughs> great <It was>. yeah <laughs> no and and so like that was kind of fun but i feel like especially this like current generation of xbox where people have gotten like kind of weird about it where it's like almost cult-like behavior right like it's it is it's not just fun it's not like it's like almost kind of delusional no where banter. right it's like yeah yeah it's it's very strange it's not really fun it's kind of just like you feel bad for like tim dog who's like acting like he just got rejected like, by his girlfriend or something. why are you like <laughs> this like it's literally to that point uh i just sent you a the second in in the second thing, if there's a possibility of pulling that up on the screen, Anthony, the, the second one, not the first one. You can if you want to do oh. the first one, but like these are two of the things that like. Like just this is the state of what we're seeing <laughs> with some of this, 
like it's, it's, it's just exhausting oh man like and just uh, oh. but it's just it's this uh the the clip like watch the clip of the dude up top left colt eastwood another one of those tim dog characters that i i just can't stand dude was on he was at the xbox show he i'm sure he's probably a super nice dude in real life but his xbox allegiance drives me absolutely insane so this clip is five minutes. All right, here we go. Okay, it, you don't have to watch the whole five minutes. I just want you to see just the 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 way that he reacts at the beginning. If you could, okay. if you can full screen it, if it's you possible. You tell so, me when to stop. Then yeah, just yeah, just watch the top. Watch the top. It's he's reacting to a DM he got from someone in the know. Watch the reaction, and it's just the the the. Well, it looks like something. <laughs> the, the, the absolute just the uh, almost preying on on these xbox players these xbox people on social media <laughs> like it's something it's like that has to it has to be just because you're you're trying to chase the cloud or something like please tell me that that is it like uh, I get that, that some of them are connected and know some stuff, sure. but like it is so over the top what we've seen over the well, last. I saw week. a clip of uh, Colin Moriarty on Sacred Symbols, uh, which is a oh, I love his. You're talking about the podcast. one where he was going off about Pete about the Xbox players. Yeah, um, and he called it manipulation, and I yep. heard it, and I was like, I don't know if I want to go that far because. To me, I, I do get a sense like there there has to be some agency on the people who have allowed themselves to like. Right, you be gotta be pretty gullible. Who the, don't yeah. <laughs> know like the business like influencer relationship kind of thing. I'm like, I don't know about the, but after thinking about it a little longer, I'm like, no, like, but Microsoft is the one in power here, so like. There is a bit of manipulation going on. They're they're oh yeah. They're, I mean they they, they want to build back. up these people. Yeah, they yeah. want to build up people to be friends with with Phil. <laughs> That's yeah, why he wears uh, the gamer shirts. Possibly, yeah. But I mean, like they haven't they haven't necessarily pulled back in the way they they interact with these influencers. They they haven't necessarily made it feel like it's strictly business. Um, you, you've created an army of evangelists and. Which every company wants to do. Yeah. You look at Apple. Good God, the amount of people who will who have bought this little Vision Pro thing. You know, it's kind of like, okay, they aren't <laughs> but, parading around though. Like, they aren't parading around though, thinking that they have a personal relationship with Tim Cook though. Sure, like yeah, there's yeah, a difference, right. and that's like, the difference. There is there is a a a line that has been crossed here with Xbox and only Xbox. Like nin, we all know, Nintendo people like they are hardcore for their. They buy everything. They are yep. all about their brand. Noah and I know from selling that stuff at GameStop. Yeah, they that's... show up for everything, and they are hardcore about it. But there's a di there's a huge difference here with the army that has been created because it is like again this machine that you have built that is possibly going to try and strangle i mean i i just it's it's insane i i know that people would react but they wouldn't again act like the executives were out to get them 
and we're and we're backstabbing yeah, we're feeling them. Betrayed, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's just it's a, a very lot. different. It's it's insane. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. So we'll we'll see what happens next week. We'll, we'll see if uh, <laughs> you know what kind of business decisions are made and it's, see where it's everybody's gonna be juicy. at. That's all I know. Like it's, Dude, this is this gonna, be, gonna fun. be something because because it's not nothing. That is the thing is we know going into that week. Like I said five times on the pod already this isn't just okay just wanted to let you guys know hi-fi russian sea of thieves are coming to playstation that's yeah, yeah. it we'll see you later that's not the end of this conversation For whatever sure. this is <laughs> i hope it happens on monday like it has to be <laughs> I as early as possible I don't it's know. gonna be it's gonna be friday <laughs> don't bring have to wait again. Day, okay <laughs> try to swoon back your influencers um, they're they're gonna yeah, it's they're, gotta be monday they're gonna do it Please. before valentine's they need to break up before valentine's day. yeah yeah <laughs> yep. don't have to yeah. buy the gift uh all right let's do the wheel of questions and then uh i guess we'll call it all right let's see what we got <laughs> We knew that was going to be a very, very intense discussion. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, okay, yeah. So there's some backstory to this question. <laughs> so I went to the bank to drop off a deposit for my work. And this lady, I've seen her before, but she just has this bubbly attitude. Hi, how are you doing? And I have nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with her, but it was just like, why are you so happy? <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm feeling good too. I'm just wondering why, why are you so happy? Just elevated voice, you know, all that stuff. Just almost like your stereotypical, like Uber happy person. And it kind of made you feel weird. <laughs> not, not because there was anything wrong with her. I was just like, this just feels excessive, a little, a little excessive. I can tell this is who you are. So I have to ask, do you do excessively happy people make you uncomfortable? And so your answer is yes. Right now. Yes. <laughs> right now. Yeah. I, I have to, I have to, there's, there's Noah will know exactly what I'm talking about. Cause when we worked at GameStop, there was, a guy who he already's nodding his he knows exactly who I'm talking about. I was gonna tell this story. There's this guy that worked at Chick-fil-A and he came in with his brother occasionally. Uh he'd come in on his own. But I swear that there was nothing ever wrong going on in this guy's life. Like it was all <laughs> like sunshine and rainbows. And it was one of those infectious, like, you know what? Everything is good, man. And, and you nice. just it made you happy like it just him being around i think as you're kind of talking about there's a tone to it and there can be like a, a a lighter tone to someone who's always happy and a harsher tone to somebody who's always happy yeah. like that just rubs you the wrong way so i think it, it depends on tone i don't know uh, it wasn't her tone um well and i i mean that the the happiness itself not necessarily her tone but there's a tone to the happiness oh, itself where it there can be a harsher tone to the way that they're happy that rubs you the wrong way uh, compared to like for him. It was just, man, he made you want to smile like the way he was always excessively happy, like to that point. 
Like you felt like you could say something negative and he would just turn it into something positive. Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that vibe from her, but it was, it was definitely like, okay, you are, you are, you are energetic and happy right now. Do you now. think it's a customer service happiness? Like where it's that forced happiness? No, it didn't feel forced. I just at least had to yeah. ask that question. Cause sometimes I know that that definitely rubs no, me the wrong I, way. Yeah, when I know what you're talking about. No, it didn't, it didn't feel first. It felt like that is who she is, but it was just like, how and why <laughs> yeah. did you get Which, this way? Noah, do you want to comment on what the story? Oh, I was just going to say, like, my first interaction with him was uh, he came into the store and was walking towards the cash register, and I was going to put some games out on the shelf. And I just casually, you know, in my stereotypical voice, just like, hey, how's it going? You know, how you been? And he's just like, man, I'm loving life right now, and just walked past me. And I had to, like, double take because, like... <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen someone that happy and positive and yeah, cause just, most of us are like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And like, uh, there's, he, you know, regular, the store would drop in stuff the exact same every time. And I thought I was like, you know, is it a character kind of thing? And I remember one time I was going through Chick-fil-A and he was like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Can you do? I was like, not much. Just getting some Chick-fil-A. How you been? <laughs> and he's like, Oh, you, you know me, loving life, living it up. And I'm just like, I told David, I was like, I feel bad getting food from him because that's the opposite of my personality. <laughs> and I feel like I'm bringing him down. <laughs> and, like I said, I, he's just, you just, you, you almost, nicest, you were like, man, you, it was infectious. I need a hug. Yeah. He's like, give me, he wants to give you a hug and you'll, you know, tell you everything's going to be okay. Um, but and his brother was the complete opposite, like very soft spoken, like chill, relaxed. That was Jacob, kind the of one vibe. who bought the the action figures, right? Yeah, if I remember right. Yeah, that was his brother. Because I remember, I came out I was like, and it was just his brother, uh, the the not the happy one, the very chill one. And I was like, hey, I'm I'm gonna sound like a jerk <laughs> asking this question, but just let me land. Um, your brother, is he, is he really cause like, you know what I'm like, and he's like, <laughs> dude, I don't know. He's been that way all his life. He's like, he's happy 24 seven. I don't it. get it. Like he, he loves, um, I don't know. I haven't seen him in a few years, but, um, I was talking to his brother and I don't know why we're talking about this random dude that was in our store so much. Um, but I was like. You know, and he's telling me, you know, he's been that way since he was a kid. And it's like, he's going to college right now for business management because he wants to run his own Chick-fil-A. Because he loves being around happy people and all that stuff so much. In all, in all fairness, Chick-fil-A is literally the perfect place for that guy to work. So, Oh, probably. Perfect yeah. place. <laughs> Definitely yeah. don't stick him in a Popeye's. <laughs> now, Jack, you work with a bunch of lawyers, so I know mm -hmm. they just abundance of happiness everywhere. But... <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I think I'm pretty, I'm naturally a kind of like a miserable person, right? Like, especially after all the Xbox <laughs> And I'm also kind of naturally a suspicious person. So, like, if, if someone's, someone's really happy all the time, and like, you know, I don't necessarily trust that. And, you know, manners are great. Everyone's, 
if everyone should be pleasant to each other when they can. But yes. there's some very good actors, and I, I don't believe someone's happy all the time. And so if you present yourself that way, I'm going to kind of wonder what's up with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, what's going on? Because there's, there's something there, I'm sure. But so, you know, do they make me uncomfortable? I mean, they make me suspicious for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just got. I just got a revelation about myself. I think it's because I tend to meet the vibes of other people. So this person. And you're like, I, I don't want to put in that kind of work. You need to stop. I can't do it. I can't match the vibe. Uh, not that I can't, you know, I, I do this show. So, you know, I, you guys know, I tend to go like way up compared to what I usually am, but like just to like go to the bank and like do that no <laughs> like i i can't i can't meet that all right that was a fun question all right that'll do it for us then that was good so next week uh <laughs> next week next week we might two. know <laughs> yeah, right, yeah i we'll hope it doesn't happen on see. thursday so well I'm hoping Monday. before before we go i just want to say that this Xbox stuff reminds me of a certain historical event. Uh, some might call it a tragedy. You know, everyone remembers where they were when it happened. And I'm talking about. No. One thing I do. One thing I do want to say. If Xbox is planning on bringing their games to PlayStation. We do not want Redfall. <laughs> <laughs> just just go ahead don't bother like why not you're not gonna make extra money with that yes they are you i've <laughs> no. seen i've seen enough people who like redfall yeah least, there are 22 of them on them. steam right but, now okay at least 22 people <laughs> at least okay we had 22 people there you go i'd say they should put it on on there just to troll them what did they lose at that point the playstation 5's <laughs> barely different from the xbox there you go i'll double dip put... on starfield and hi-fi that's <laughs> we're gonna put redfall on playstation and Russia. yeah <laughs> i mean it magically the, showed it up on, on david steam so it would probably <laughs> Dude, that magically scares show up me on I'm, i have no idea how i got that game <laughs> like legitimately <laughs> like what's gonna happen is they're gonna announce it and i'm gonna go turn on my playstation it's gonna be on <laughs> How did it get here? <laughs> yep, it's gonna be pre-installed. Dude, I go turn on my Atari. What? How is Redfall even here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that'll do it. Appreciate you watching. Appreciate you listening. I'll tune in next week because it's gonna be a doozy. Deuces. Peace.